Mecham Auctions, the world's largest collector car auction company, returns to Indy with Dana Mecham's 37th Original Spring Classic, May 10th through the 18th at the Indiana State Fairground. 3,000 muscle cars, Corvettes, exotics, and more. Broadcast on Motor Trend TV and streaming live on Max. From avid collectors to those new to the Mecham experience, we welcome everyone. Register to bid now at Mecham.com. So Elon Musk goes about suspending some journalists. And people are like, wait a second, I thought that's exactly what we don't do. Tony Katz, 93 WIBC, good morning, good to be with you. Suspending them because of information that was posted that he considers, or I guess the team considers, doxing. And people you you may have never heard of before, like Aaron Rupar getting a seven-day suspension. Aaron Rupar is such a punk. He, he he is so what he posts is clips of Republicans doing this that and the other but the clip is never full the clip is never complete the clip does not give context this is who he is i mean he's a chump i i try and pay him no mind but you, you, popular and oh what a what a chump he got suspended why 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 would that happen Representative Ocasio-Cortez, so angry. Take a beat and lay off the proto-fascism. Maybe try putting down your phone. Musk responds, they posted my exact real-time location, basically assassination coordinates, in obvious direct violation of Twitter terms of service. Accounts engaged in doxing receive a temporary seven-day suspension. So if I have it right, these people posted his his flights, like I guess where his plane goes and where it's flying to. So he's like, look, you can criticize me all you want. Posting my location, endangering my family is is not okay. Never mind what Representative Ocasio-Cortez says. She's, she's, she's got nothing uh, to, to offer. But some people are saying that these, some of these journalists, I mean, Keith Olbermann got suspended for seven days. And that's just, can I get a little, can I get a little something? Uh, everyone just, uh, Keith Olbermann. He used to be about sports and now he's just screaming in the basement. Um, some of them are like, I didn't, I didn't post anything. And then there was this this live chat that went on and Musk got on it and some of these people got suspended. Like, what are you doing? How could you suspend my account? I didn't do this, I didn't do that. And then Elon Musk got off of it. So was he given bad information? I don't have a good answer for you at, at, at this moment. Just because I, I don't follow uh, who's on Twitter that often. I know some people, but uh, Washington Post reporter Drew Harwell, I don't know who that is. I, I've not, no, I can't remember any article, nor have I ever had any Twitter interaction with him. This suspension stuff, though, it does matter. Can people be critical of uh, of Elon Musk and still remain on the platform? And I would say the answer has to be yes. As a matter of fact, I don't know how the answer isn't yes. 
But is there a difference between being critical and real time, like where you are? So I, allow me to give you an example of why I'm willing to support Twitter now and spend so little time on Twitter prior. Although admittedly, I never actually quit. I think the job requires it. I have been having an entire fight with myself about cable news. And I, I don't like punditry. I really, really don't. It's not where I live and breathe. The idea that you're going to be on for a five-minute segment on TV and there's going to be somebody else paired with you and then the host is going to talk and then you're going to have basically 45 seconds to try and get a point across and no one cares about the point. They're interested in the zinger. Ah, uh, no. But with some of the things happening in 2023 and some of them, you know, just finalized yesterday, some very, very cool things happening Um uh, we are we are uh, uniquely you are we are uniquely situated. I'll I'll get into that when uh, I, I I return. Um, you don't not do the thing that allows you to introduce yourself to a wider and wider audience, especially when you're in my business. So I I I wrestle with this all the time about do you do it and 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 do you not do it, right? You can you can put yourself out there or not put yourself out there. You can use Twitter or not use Twitter. So when I look at Twitter, I was like, all right, I, I'm not going to do it as, as much. While that was going on, someone posted my home address. My home address got posted on Twitter. I reached out to Twitter. You know what they told me? That doesn't go against their terms of service. Posted my home address gone now and I think it's gone now that was okay it wasn't okay then it wouldn't be okay to post where uh, Elon Musk is flying to I would consider that to be wrong and people who get dismissed for that uh, suspended for that makes perfect sense being critical that's that's totally fine and these people have to decide whether or not they want to use Twitter. Like, I would have to decide whether or not I want to uh, appear on, on cable news. But that's a personal decision. Then there's the people who want to say Twitter can't survive without them, which is insane. And that is the popcorn moment. Let's go. It's a story you need to hear to believe, then grab your popcorn because there is more. Oliver Darcy, who used to uh, lay at the feet of Brian Stelter, Wants you to know that without news, what is Twitter? I think this raises a big question about what the free press, what the future of the free press on Twitter looks like. You know, are news organizations going to stand by as the reporters are just, you know, hastily banned without explanation? Uh, CNN is saying it's going to reevaluate its relationship with Twitter based on the response it gets. I want to read you the full statement, Allison. Please. It says... Um, the impulsive and unjustified suspension of a number of reporters, including CNN's Donnie O'Sullivan, is concerning but not surprising. And it goes on to say Twitter's increasing instability and volatil volatility should, have, should be of incredible concern for everyone who uses Twitter. And then it goes on to say we have asked Twitter for an explanation and we will reevaluate our relationship based on that response. And I think it's so important to point out that Twitter really needs or really relies on News. I mean, that's what's what the kind of the lifeblood of and Twitter. Journalists. I mean, they're all right. on Twitter. And you think Twitter relies on journalists? 
And these aren't journalists. These are narrative pushers. News can't be discussed unless it comes from CNN. Reevaluate your position. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. Business owners all across the globe are evaluating and reevaluating their position every single day, evaluating and reevaluating their market strategy, their employees, their opportunities, their costs, all the time, defining and redefining all the time. Don't be on Twitter, CNN. Don't do it. But dear Lord, uh, you think you're so important that Twitter can't live without you. Well, why don't we find out? If you wanted to destroy Twitter, if you wanted to destroy Elon Musk, isn't that exactly what you do? Pull all your content off of Twitter and destroy it? And then, of course, ha-ha, you got the last laugh on Elon. But no, you need Twitter. You need the ability to push that narrative. That's the difference. You need it. You don't want to use it. You don't have an option. Sometimes that is the case.